Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Today's a big day in the House of four Republicans. It's a day that some may be looking forward to, and it's a day that some may be dreading. Um, what is going to happen there is being talked about on pretty much all the news and political shows, right? Because uh, the House GOP has to get themselves a speaker and this thing is uh, dragging on. And Jim Jordan is the latest nominee. He is someone uh, from the far right and he is someone that is not palatable, I guess you could say, to uh, a number of people. And he's had to work and his allies, Jim Jordan's allies, have had to work very, very hard to try to change some votes and they were able to get some skeptics uh, to come on their side here's what we are seeing to more this morning on uh, politico which just came down with the latest about an hour ago Um, there are some representatives like jimenez from florida lawler who said uh, they're going to call kevin mccarthy's name at the noon vote Uh, republicans mario diaz ballard and mike kelly mike kelly here from pennsylvania planning to shout steve scalise's name Representative Don Bacon said he is not budging. Representatives Ken Buck and John Rutherford say they're still in the no column. So that takes them above the four that Jordan can lose. Now, there are some who are saying some of these people may be saying all of this, but when the pressure gets on and the vote happens, they may change. Hmm. There are others who uh, think uh, that is not going to happen. This morning on Fox, we, we heard that. Sean Hannity's producer and Sean Hannity have been pushing for Jim Jordan, pushing for someone when they weren't pushing for someone when it was Steve Scalise. This morning, reports are that, you know, that Fox and Friends show, they've been going off, uh, basically um, saying that people should go after their reps if any of their reps vote against Jim Jordan for House Speaker. So now we have the morning show panel there uh, telling people because Steve Ducey did a report this morning revealing it appears there are currently 10 holdouts and that Jordan is not going to get the votes needed. And so uh, some of the other hosts then uh, called on all the viewers, vote out the office of the members of Congress currently opposing Jordan's bid. That's what they're saying. Republicans need to unite and stick together. Don't forget this when it comes time to vote. I wish so, we would. Um, I wish we would spend less time being vindictive and more time being productive. <laughs> We'd all be better off. This is this whole idea, like, right. oh, we're not going to vote for this person, or you better do this, or you're going to get voted out. Again, it's just politicians who need to keep their job, and they're like, well, you, you want to keep your job? Do what we say. Uh, get something well, see, done. This is this is a capitulation. Putting Jordan in that position is a capitulation to the yeah. very far extreme people that pushed. 
Kevin McCarthy out in the first place. So they're just a handful. But now to basically give them a candidate that they would be happy with and then have all these people in the middle who are more moderate, not not all. There's a, a I'm not going to say a lot of them are moderate, but there are moderate ones who do not want this who see the political writing on the wall and realize what a barnacle, or I, I would say more of an albatross it would be for them to have someone like Jim Jordan as the speaker of their party heading into some of them, you know, many of them being reelected, right? They get elections yeah. in addition to Senate, U.S. Senate, and also a presidential race in 2024. So it's up to Republicans to get this together. Will they get the requisite votes to push Jordan forward? Or do we go back to the drawing board about picking another candidate? It's it's just a continual merry-go-round, which isn't well, very merry for anybody. I uh, I said on the show, I said, uh, Matt Gates won't have... He won't get it done. He won't get McCarthy removed. I was wrong on that. So I'll say Jim Jordan won't get the nomination. He won't get the spot. Maybe maybe something will get done. I just wanted him to start doing something again. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily, I'm not, I'm not a Jordan guy, which is tough for me because a good friend of mine has met him. He's out in Ohio and he's like, oh, I love Jim Jordan. I'm, and like Jim Jordan, like most politicians, like if he's your guy, he's your guy and he's loyal to you. But if, you, if he's not, it seems like he might be your enemy. Well, he hasn't ever had a bill signed into law. He's never passed a bill that's signed into law. He is just years a detail. That, <laughs> all these years that they have been there, uh, this is a guy who has done very little other than make a lot of noise. But, but he's hey, good at making look, noise. It's fine if they want to put him in there. Democrats, from what we understand, Democrats are salivating at a Jordan there politically. Is it a good thing to have someone like that? For, do I believe in the succession of power? No. This is a guy who literally tried to undermine the 2020 election. He has never admitted that Donald Trump lost the election. And he wants to be the speaker for Republicans in the House. So we'll see if that happens. Ten holdouts, it looks like right now. And believe me, when they got Hannity and Fox News and Fox and Friends and everybody pushing, pushing this thing through. You, it's not just, you said it yourself. It's not just Fox. It's Fox and Friends. So uh, they're, <laughs> they're, they're becoming just, Fox and enemies. They're only friends if you vote the way you that. ask The pressure to. campaign isn't just Fox. It's Fox and Friends. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's just the whole thing. It's for something that should be getting done quickly, it is taking a long time and there seems to be no end in sight. So right. it's kind of so It's just funny because the Washington Post recently talked about Jim Jordan and they said um, the lawmakers of both parties often tout, rank, tout their rankings, you know, for Center for Effective Lawmaking when they look at not only bills that become law, but bills that get some kind of traction, how significant the bills are. You know, they they talk about those kinds of things, right? It used to be you'd say, I was instrumental in X, Y, Z. Jordan has not had much impact, at least by this measuring stick. The CEL data ranks Jordan near the bottom of the house when it comes to effectiveness. Only four lawmakers rank below him of, you know, 435. He is ranked in the bottom five among House Republicans each of the past four Congresses. He's in the bottom quarter of House Republicans in every full Congress he served in. Before this Congress, the data doesn't record any bills Jordan sponsored, passing, or receiving any action, whether in committee or on the floor. Uh, so it's it's pretty jarring. 
um, and, and just to look at it from a, if you want to compare and contrast, uh, Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries for the Democrats, the minority speaker, last Congress sponsored nine substantive bills, not just commemorative things like ramming a post office through. OK, we hear about those things, uh, but actually four that did become law. Um, ousted former Speaker Kevin McCarthy during Jordan's tenure sponsored 17 bills that passed eight that became law. Five of those regarded as substantive. Steve Scalise, during Jordan's tenure, sponsored eight substantive bills that passed, including one that became law. So we're talking about someone who really hasn't done anything other than becoming someone that is cheered on from people on the extreme right. And he is, you know, the the bulldog you throw in to just scream and yell and, and raise some funds. I mean, it's uh, what it is. it's not traditional, but in this day and age of sound bites, it's kind of like on a football team. Not everybody is the quarterback. Not everyone is scoring the touchdown. He's like a lineman. He's grunting and he gets everything. He makes a lot of noise and gets the sound bites out there. So he plays his role. But should he be the guy? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. He also, as someone pointed out, texting us, he ignored a congressional subpoena. How dare he even try for a speakership when he has no respect for Congress? Yeah, he's also asked to subpoena others now when he himself did not show up. It's just galling at every level. You know how I always will give the benefit of the doubt to people watch this. I mean, haven't we all ignored something? In our lives, <laughs> like a phone call. Something What's the difference? Like What's the difference? No, Come on, like I that. screen phone calls. I like it's like a congressional subpoena. Same thing. You just hit no, not now. So Fox News has now gotten in the fight. They're really applying the pressure. We will see at noon today. Yeah, I guess this happens. vote is going to take place. Who knows what we'll be talking about tomorrow? All right. Uh, also uh, in the news, I <laughs> got a lot of things. Um, Phillies. That was fun. Um, I watched uh, the first day. My daughter and I were watching another series on. Netflix, but I said, I just want to see the first inning. And it did yep. not disappoint, right? I mean, first pitch, and it's a, a home run from Schwarber. And then um, I think the first pitch Bryce Harper saw on his 31st birthday, boom, home run. Uh, so it was the Phillies in the end, five to three over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Really cool. His birthday, 31 years. He blew out the candles on his fingers when he was going around the bases, uh, Bryce Harper. Yeah, it makes me wonder. You mentioned earlier it was the first time he's ever played a game on his birthday, which uh, considering, I guess because it's in October, that might be tough on the uh, amateur level or like the you know kid league level. But that's weird. It almost seems like he's like, no, Bryce Harper doesn't play on his birthday. It just he, happened to that. be a game didn't fall on his birthday. I guess. Jason. I guess. It wasn't like he said, I will not work on my birthday. Anytime I hear that, it reminds me of the kid, a kid I hired. He was 18 right out of high school. And he's like, we're giving, talking about benefits. You get medical, you get this. And he goes, we get our birthdays off, right? And I'm like, nope, we don't get our birthdays oh off. God. We're big boys now. <laughs> we work on our birthdays. <laughs> it was really it's cute. So it was cute. But it was like, nope, we're big boys. We got to go to work on our birthdays. He was like, oh, really? Like he just thought that was one of the benefits like wow. medical 401k off on your birthday you know yeah well you know in the early days of radio at least my early days which were uh, late 80s 90s yeah. up until you know you had automated for overnights right. and such we had people that worked all the time we worked on holidays yeah and so of course once you got to full-time you know we, we tried to have the part-timers run a lot of the stuff but once in a while a full-timer would have to work sometimes i'd work one holiday and have the next one off and, and your birthday uh, i did and i did have a full-time person i believe it was full-time i can't remember part-time full-time at that time but they said to me um i do get i do like to eat thanksgiving dinner with my family so i like that day off and christmas we always spend time together so i'd like that day off too well those are traditions like, for his family you should have honored and i'm that. like 
Stevia. I, I like to eat with my family on Thanksgiving, too. And I also like to hang out yes, with my family on I Christmas. Know. So, hey, we're all in this together. You'll probably be working. You just tell me what time you're eating at. You might have to. I remember my mother having to schedule around, not just when I was in radio, but schedule like Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner, Thanksgiving dinner around that. Or when I was working at the grocery store, we were open on Thanksgiving up until I believe like 4 p.m. or something yeah. at that time. This business so it would, certainly has it changed. Would be, yes. And so, you know, your family would work with you. Uh, but once in a while, you would get those people who come in and go, I'd really like that. It was just the funniest thing. I'd like to be off on Thanksgiving because I'd like to eat with my family. I seem to remember yeah. having to work on New Year's Eve and telling my boss, I, I think it was me. If not, it was somebody else. But I, I, it feels very personal that where I said, I, I have plans for New Year's. And my boss going, so do we all. We all do. I was like, <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. Don't make those plans yet. Uh, the suspect in uh, the missing um, and murdered Natalie Holloway uh, is set to plead guilty and reveal details about her death. Yorn uh, Vandersloot has always been the chief suspect in the disappearance right. back in 2005 of Natalie Holloway in Aruba. This was something that uh, really was front and center for so many years, hasn't it been? And back in 2010, Vandersloot sought money from Beth Holloway to disclose the location of her daughter's body. There was extortion here. That's why he was extradited from Peru, where he is serving quite a few years for a killing of a woman. You know, totally different case. Uh, he confessed to, uh, to killing a Peruvian woman back in 2010. So uh, he is in Alabama and he is expected to plead guilty on Wednesday and reveal details about Natalie Holloway's death. Because this all has to do with a part of the plea agreement, um, the plea agreement in the federal case accusing him of trying to extort money from Beth Holloway and a part a condition of that plea agreement is that he needs to give details not only of how Natalie Holloway died, but how her body had been disposed of because she has her remains have never been found. Right. And so that is a critical piece here. Um, it's pretty much thought that he did this. Uh, there had been other people who claim and they claim details about what had happened. But we have never gotten the full story from the man who's believed to have been there when she died. And the search for her remains had been ongoing. So this would be a huge mystery for people to finally clear up. Now, again, will he tell the truth? You know, he can make up anything he wants and say that's what happened. Yeah, I don't but know. It, what... is a part, it, it is a part of this agreement. He has to tell them. I don't know what he has to gain from this because he's 36 now. Uh, I, was I was getting mi mixed information about his Peruvian prison sentence. I kept seeing 28, 28 years. That was for murder. In uh, January of this year, he was sentenced to an additional 18 years because he got caught trafficking cocaine while in prison. So it's, so it's a total of 46 years. So he's already, you know, talking about not getting out till he's near uh, 70. And then he's going to face charges here, whatever he gets from this sentence. He's uh, we're not going to see this guy free. Yeah. So the attorney for the family is saying he is going to reveal details of how Natalie died. He's always seemed to enjoy playing games about yeah. this thing. And it was just sickening what he did to the mother yeah. and trying to message her to say, I'll give you details. I'll tell you where the body is. You have to give me X amount of dollars. And that's why he is now in Alabama, uh, because that happened and he was extradited here. So will what he has to say even be the truth? 
you know, we can never know that. Now, if he says the body was buried at such and such location and the body is found, then there obviously would be some truth to it. But um, people are expecting that that body is probably never going to be found. It's very sad. Maybe finally, though, some answers. President Biden's re-election campaign joined former President Trump's social media platform, Truth Social, quote, mostly because we thought it would be very funny, end quote, it said. Uh, it's part of the Biden campaign's effort to build an online presence. Uh, what they did was uh, they first posted on the platform. Well, let's see how this goes. Converts welcome. And it followed with a flurry, I guess, of clips of other 2024 Republican candidates, including uh, the former governor of, I mean, actually the current governor of Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis, and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, all criticizing Trump. Uh, Campaign officials told Fox News joining the platform was an attempt of meeting voters where they are. Although they stress there's very little truth happening on Truth Social. So we're uh, focusing on the social aspect of things because they're not going to. Yeah, I saw that move yeah. and I thought that seems just weird. I mean, I don't. I think I, it's I, funny. I mean, they think it's funny. That's what they're saying. But I just like I feel like there's too many serious things to be. And that's coming from a guy who jokes about everything. But I guess that's I'm not the president. And uh, if the campaign person does it, eh, it'll be an yeah, interesting well, like, game of trolling. We'll see what happens. Yeah, never know. So we shall see. Maybe there could be some converts to be had. Perhaps. All right. On to something completely different. Apple is unveiling a new way. It's a unique, I guess, pad like device. And I'm guessing this is something they'd be using for the uh, places that sell uh, upcoming iPhones, sealed iPhones, because what this would do, I think it would be something similar to what they do with the battery. You know, you can charge the battery by placing it on this uh, device. Uh, This would allow them to install the most up to date iOS updates on a brand new iPhone so they don't have to take it out of a sealed package. So this would make sense because unfortunately for a lot of these places, right, what happens is they sit. you unveil something yeah. and there are updates or patches that need to be had, especially new devices that may, what did we hear, perhaps overheat or have other issues um, rather than telling someone, oh, install it as soon as you open it this way you're selling someone the device with the most recent you know uh, software on it I th- I, here's it the thing sense. i know there's a chunk of people out there who will always make sure they do the latest updates because they understand the security concerns some people are a little hesitant wait a few days to make sure there's no issues then there's people like my wife who i believe still me what, what are we up to ios 17 i believe that's where we're at something like Why, that where's she at uh, like ios 9 <laughs> like she's way behind. She just she doesn't do her updates. She always forgets. Uh, she's a little higher than the nine, I bet. But she just doesn't have them set up because she uh, doesn't do them. Her apps are all out of date, and it's sometimes yeah they don't. She mustn't be using the phone a lot on apps because a lot of them will just not work properly without it. I think when that happens, I think and I could be wrong. I think she just stops using them <laughs> and then goes all right, new app. But there's, I know there's a lot of my father's like that too. Some people just don't want to do updates because they don't know because they've been. Some people get confused, but those updates are pretty important. So it's not a bad idea sometimes to wait a day or two after anything is changed because they usually find something else. But um, really, waiting beyond that doesn't really make sense because it really does usually help with the functioning of apps and when you're online and all that fun stuff as well. Five seven zero eight eight three. 
888-900-0098. Let's go back to a story. We talked about this in the first hour, for those of you checking in a little later, because this, I think, of all the stories that we talk about, I mean, certainly politics, everything impacts our life. Right. Um, but this one, I think, is the most concerning, and that is the amount of adults who are just not going to the doctor for annual physicals. They're not going for any important screening, um, especially men. But when it comes to um, you folks going to the doctor, only about two thirds of you will go. But it's only when something is extremely wrong. There was a survey of 2000 respondents. 64 percent will take a more reactive approach to their health. Um, So which is that's obviously something to be worried about. This is crazy. Sixty five percent of you have not been screened for high blood pressure within the past five years. Sixty six percent of you have not been screened for high cholesterol. This is really just I, I was surprised by three quarters of women have not had a mammogram or a pap smear in the past five years. Seventy percent of men have not had a prostate exam in that time. What's going on I now? Think it's so many there's things. a whole yeah. bunch of questions that are asked here. Um, and I think it's a combination of the cost. And I think there's a fear and there's a time factor and there's an access to health care uh, question to be had. Um, but. That is really, really concerning because obviously the sooner you find out there is trouble, the better equipped you will be to be healthy, to be able to do something to you don't want things like high blood pressure to go for a lengthy period of time before something terrible happens like a stroke. I mean, that that is that's crazy to me. There's a lot of five years. You know, we said this is a lot of uh, headaches and you have an issue. You have an issue. I don't know. Your back hurts. So you go to a doctor and they say, all right, here, we're going to refer you to this place. You call that place. They can't see you for three months. Then you go there and they want to do a test and it's now it's more expensive. Your back's kind of feeling a little better. So you wait. Maybe you can manage it with pills. There's things like that. I think there's also just. But this is this is just a physical exam. I get it. It's I, I just talked to a lot of people like I have to take time off work for that. I can't do that. I'm like, oh, geez. I mean, you're right. Everything you're saying is 100% right. We all should be going to our doctors and getting our checkups. The average respondent had their last checkup two and a half years ago. Average. So that's very concerning. You're supposed to go once a year. And uh, sometimes if you do have some kind of a condition, you may need a blood test every six months just to keep track of it. Yes, costs, I think, are a big part of it, too. Um, But... Trust me, it's going to cost a whole heck of a lot more if you go when the you-know-what hits the fan. Yeah, we just got a text. Did you see this text here? I had a heart attack last Tuesday at 43. <laughs> that's crazy. They said oh they had open. That's, that's craziness. There's this, too. And they too. just had their first cardiologist appointment today. Yeah. Um, there's also this factor, I think, where people get start to get skeptical. This has been something that's been bubbling for the past four or five years now. This text, some of us just don't trust doctors with their tests. All they want is money, so that's why they push medicine on you. I mean, if you go in thinking they're out to get you, yeah, anything but healthy. If you're not going to trust them. Right. I actually found the opposite, which is sometimes you have to go through numerous appointments before you actually can get a test. That's what, unfortunately, I people go, oh, yeah, well, it could be that, but we have to try this, this, and this first. But anyway, yeah. um, yes, it's important uh, for you to take care of your health. Someone else said, I'd taken my daughter for her leg falling asleep before. She's had x-rays. They also have a back spasm. Okay, but what do we do? Nothing seems to work. You have a test done. They say, oh, it came back fine. You still have the issue. They don't follow up. You just left hanging. It's frustrating. 
Um, yeah, that's a, a problem, too. But these are, we're talking about people who aren't even going for a physical every year or a mammogram or a pap not done in five years for three quarters of women. Now, I get there. I, I don't know if did they only get women within a certain age, because when you get to a certain age, yeah. they may not be done as you're older. But still, that's a lot. That's a lot of people that aren't getting these things checked. If you haven't had your blood check, blood pressure checked in five years and don't fall into that complacency. Oh, I'm only 40 something, as we heard from the man who had I think it's a man. I'm not sure it could be a woman as the person at 43 who had a heart attack. These are important things to check critically important and the sooner you go the better you'll be and another one says the major thing is the cost of health care they did yeah. talk to them those were issues health care costs um also fear there are people who are just afraid to go i've heard people say oh i don't like that it makes me uncomfortable i'd rather just find out later why be worried about it ahead of time i'm like no that's not how that usually works I tell you, you I, usually have a much better chance i think i told early. you what happened i went in for my regular blood work mainly cholesterol but he said i'd do a full, full blood panel and uh, my wife knows i get freaked out by the bills but this is a regular blood thing and no big deal mm-hmm. uh, as it turns out i got my we got a bill my wife just paid it for like 250 dollars it should have been, right. I thought it was going to be free. And as it turns out, the reason that happened is because they didn't do the cholesterol check and it looked like just random blood work for no reason. And uh, well, yeah. you got to go back to them and you've got to ask them to recode it and resubmit it. I've had to do that before. It is a, you have to jump Pain. through hoops and it gets exhausting and frustrating and it makes me go, is it worth it? And I know the answer is yes, but I want to tell myself no. And I know right. a lot of people just get very frustrated with calling, calling, calling. Have you ever had that thing where you call one doctor, they tell you to call another office, you call that office, they go, no, 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 you have to call them. And you're like, I don't know what you want me to do anymore. No, I usually am able to just go through the portal and tell them, you need to resubmit. I'm not paying this bill. You told me it was You're great at that, by Usually the way. it's done. <laughs> you're really I good at it, yeah. it so much. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Joe, he's back. What's up, Joe? Good morning, Joe. Ask me what a loser I am what I did yesterday. And, and this is where you guys have to help me in the future. Here Joe, why are you such a loser? Is that what the question was? No, what you do <laughs> what did you do yesterday that made you a loser? That's right. That my it. my my own philosophy, I can't even uh take advice from. Use your vacation days during the warm season 
All those Mondays in June, July, August, September, I didn't take off, thinking, oh, I'll save them for the fall. Who knows? So I, I, I have all these vacations. I take it off yesterday. Now, I took it off weeks before, so I didn't know it was going to be, you know, when I took this off three weeks ago, I didn't know yesterday was going to be cloudy, 49 with on and off drizzle. So it was a waste of a day off. So my wife got, uh, she wanted to get new ceiling fans for our uh, our kitchen. But these are new, I think I told you them. Yeah, they're modern yeah, ceiling they, they fans. they fold out. Yeah, they fold out. So <clears throat> I didn't tell you this part. You can't hook them up to a dimmer switch. If you do, you know, because dimmer switches are meant to, you know, slowly raise right. the voltage on uh, a light. But now they're fans, so you don't want the dimmer switch. So I replaced the switch that was a dimmer switch with an on-off switch. You That's wild exciting. man, you. How did this... <laughs> how does she contain your beast-like behavior? Right. It's amazing. So that's, yeah, that's wake. <laughs> that was your day wake, off. That's, it's like, you know, this is, if this is retirement, I don't want it. I wake up at uh. 7. I eat cereal till mosey around till 8. Wait for the <laughs> hardware store to open. Then I drive to the hardware store, spend 45 minutes an hour there, buy two switches, come back home, hook them up. That took like an hour or two. It was pretty involved. Then it's noon. Ah, maybe I'll have a sandwich now. Now what? We've got six more hours to the day. <laughs> like, this is no way to live, I'm telling you. Oh, my you. God. You need to enjoy yeah. yourself. You need to sit down. You need to put your feet up, and you need to relax. Yeah. I, I, well, what would that? I really wouldn't. What do you mean? What do you mean when people say it? What do you do? I think put she means on put a television show. We, you can go put on something on Netflix and, and have a guilty pleasure and just enjoy, like, immersing yourself in a story. It's funny how really that's not capable for in my world. Like, what, so what, you watch something and you, what do you do? You yes. look at it? You enjoy it. You take, they Actually, say words and you process out. and you laugh sometimes and sometimes you cry. Um, All right, let's say I did that from one o'clock until three o'clock. Then what? All right. This is a problem right here. I've already forget that. I have to ask you this question, Joe. I think I know what your problem is. I know, I, I know what the problem is. It's not a, it's, it's that. You do the opposite of what I do. I can take a day off, and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, my God, it's already 6 p.m. Where did the day go? Whereas I believe you wake up, <clears throat> you know, like the, the, the clock on 60 minutes is always ticking. I feel like <laughs> your entire day is tick, tick, tick. Every second you realize I'm missing time. I have so much to do. I'm going to run out. It's like constantly ticking, and you just constantly know how much time is left and how much you're wasting, and it's stressful. Yes. Yes. So then, then I, um, no getting I, away from I, that. I painted, I painted some things and I took some efflorescence off of my concrete wall <laughs> and fixed that. And then, then, it, then I, I vacuumed and I cleared up one closet. Finally, then it was quarter to 6 PM. I ate, got ready to bed for bed. And then here I am. That's so when you relax. You better, you better not, you do not retire. Only 60 I minutes to I go. Think, That's what you said. <laughs> Do not retire. It's not good for you. You will constantly, you'll drive your wife crazy. <laughs> you will. You'll drive her crazy. Joe, you know what you need to do? Do you ever see those well, movies where the doctor, ever see those movies where the doctor has horrible bedside manner, but learns how to be a better <laughs> no. doctor? By becoming a patient, you need to take a couple of days off and just watch your own station and realize what it's like to be a viewer. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. You have to give us the weather. Thank I think real quick, this, don't you? Thank you. We should have therapy session Tuesday. How about we do that every week? We attack my problems. We could. Whew. See, so today my class is scheduled uh, for Marywood University, but it's fall break, so I don't have that. And it's going to be a little better today so I can ride my bike for three, four hours and do more stuff around the house, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, Nancy. I want to know what people do. I need to understand what <laughs> they never do will. to understand how retirement works. i got to get into this maybe someday. All right, today we've got it. It's going to be a nice cloudy to partly sunny day. A few scattered showers. High temperatures hanging out. Could you take some calls, maybe text from your people? <laughs> just if, just say, retired person out there, give me your typical day. Maybe we can get that in the next minute or two. All right, so today, not bad. Clouds and sun, passing showers, sprinkles, about 57. Now, overnight tonight, it starts to dry out. Tomorrow looks like a nice day. Partly sunny, up to about 62. I like it. Thursday, 65, partly sunny. Now, the weekend is evolving into another weekend catastrophe, not to add drama, but it's going to cloud up on Friday. There might be showers late in the day, 64, 5-ish. The weekend is either going to be riddled with showers scattered around, kind of cloudy Saturday, Sunday, or it's going to be a steady rain even on Saturday, like the last few weekends with highs in the 50s. Sunday, for sure, is going to get breezy again, low 50s, clouds, and some lingering showers even into Monday of next week, which, by the way, I have off again. But this weekend, my daughter's coming home, so nice. I'll have plenty of family stuff to do with the wonderful daughter coming in from Boston. So I'm looking forward to that, wonderful. even though it looks wet. All right, we will talk All to right. you tomorrow. We'll, we'll find out from, we're going to find out from people for tomorrow's segment on yeah, retirement, okay? we got to run. Oh, tick, this tick. is good. Yeah, what a typical day in retirement is, I need to know. You're going to okay. hate it. Talk we'll to you tomorrow. Ya. <laughs> we have so little time here for the celebrity birthday game. It makes me not want to care, but I'm competitive, Nancy. I know you are. It's oh, the gosh. celebrity Ooh. birthday game. Let's do this. Here we go. It's 34. George, oh, sorry. George Wentz's birthday. He oh, was no. Norm on Cheers, right? Yes, he was. On this October one of the, 17th. One of How the old? Dub Bears How old? guys. Dub Bears. Uh, he's uh, 79. 75. Mm. Alan Jackson, country music star. Hmm. 70. 65. Come on. Musician Ziggy Marley. <sighs> oh, is it the son? Uh, he's uh, 58. 55. Come on. This is the worst today. Rapper Eminem. It's his uh, birthday. What was that? Eminem? Eminem, Eminem is probably 53. He's 51. Close enough. And I got that one, finally. Actress Felicity Jones. How old is she? Never heard of her, so I'll say she just turned four. She's such a young lady. She's 14. Four? I was off by 36. And I'll give you a little hint. These people, this guy's older. Gary Puckett of Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. How old is he? Man, I could give you the ages of everyone in the Union Gap, but not Gary Puckett. (laughs) Uh, He's uh, 77. He is 81. That's it. If it's your birthday on this October 17th, happy birthday anniversary. We wish you a happy anniversary as well. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.